Hello, fellow Rebel Capitalists. Hope you're well. So my good buddy Peter Schiff has been saying since day one that the Fed isn't going to be able to tame inflation until they take rates to where they're positive in real terms. So if inflation is running at 7.7, that means the Fed would have to take Fed funds up to 8%, let's say, in order to bring inflation back to its knees, to tame inflation, as they say. Now, this is not my base case, as you guys know. I'm kind of in the, the disinflation camp, at least for the next, and I'll call it into Q1 or Q2 of 2023. But... We just had a, an inflation report come out today. Now, this is not the CPI. This is the PPI numbers, but they surprised to the upside, indicating that maybe we might not be in for as much disinflation as George Gammon thought. <laughs> maybe, and I'm, I'm open to being wrong, of course. So let's dive into the story and check out what is going on with inflation. Here we go. Headline. Wholesale prices rose 0.3% in November, more than expected, despite hopes that inflation is cooling. And before I did this story, believe it or not, I actually did a little bit of research. And I looked at the 10-year treasury, and the 10-year treasury is actually up as far as the yield on this news. So it's not just the market, you know, these talking heads or analysts being surprised, it's actually the bond market. And the bond market is what I personally like to pay attention to. So the PPI or producer price index, a measure of what companies get for their products in the pipeline. So this is the, the input costs to what the retail investor, the products the retail investor buys, increased 0.3% for the month and 7.4% from a year ago a 38% surge in wholesale vegetable prices helped push up the cost index by 3.3%, offsetting an identical 3.3% decline in energy costs. Markets now will turn their attention to the more closely watched CPI, which, put this in your calendar, guys, is out Tuesday morning. So here's a chart of the year-over-year -year percentage change in the producer price index. So it peaked out at 11, geez, 11.7. I didn't know it got that high. And now it's down to 7.4. So I think this is some evidence. We'll give Peter credit where credit is due. Uh, this may suggest that we're not in disinflation. But on the other hand, uh, looking at my base case, I get it that it's higher than expectations, but it's still down. So it's still down, let's see, October, we were at 8. So November, we're at 7.4. You get what I'm saying. Um, again, higher than expectations, but the bottom line is it's still down. And uh, that's the camp that I was in. I, I wasn't in the camp of, okay, it's going to go down, and it's going to also be lower or on par with expectations. <laughs> my, my thesis had nothing to do with expectations whatsoever. My thesis was simply that the CPI and uh, or inflation in general would actually come down, regardless of what the talking heads think. So I'll give myself a little credit there.
Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Hot inflation data keeps Fed on track for another rate hike increase, likely a 50 basis point hike that would push push benchmark rates. Okay, yeah, we know that's going to happen. Tell me something we don't know, CNBC. They're talking about what the Fed will most likely do next week. Monthly increase in producer prices illustrates the need for continuing continued tightening, albeit at a slower pace, said Jeffrey Roach. Okay, so there, again, I need to clarify. I guess the month-over-month month increased, but the year-over-year year was down. And again, when I made my prediction, uh, one of the few predictions that I made as far as de- disinflation, I was talking about the uh, the year over year. The inflation pipeline is clearing. Consumer prices will slowly move closer to the Fed's long-run target. Okay, I guess I kind of agree with that. But what I don't agree with is that uh, prices will come down to the Fed's target unless we get a massive recession or uh, kind of an economic crisis slash black swan. Then if we get that, I think it could not only get down to the Fed's target, but it could go negative, which is exactly what we saw in the 1940s, when in 1947, the CPI hit 19 point, was it 7%? And within a year or two, it was down to negative two. In other news, University of Michigan Index of Consumer Sentiment came in higher than expected, registered a 59.1, reading against the Dow estimate, Dow Jones estimate for 56.5 and below November's 56.8. One year inflation expectations also moved lower, falling to 4.6.3% below a month ago. So we see prices going up slightly month over month, year over year still down. And uh, the consumer is still worried about inflation, but it seems like they're seeing uh, the rate of increases slow, or at least that's what they're predicting based on what they see at the grocery store, paying their rent, paying their insurance, basically just living like a normal person and paying your bills. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.